Welcome to the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast, the source for the latest ingredients, formulation, supply chain, and regulatory issues affecting healthy food and beverage product innovation. Today's host is Alex Smolikoff, Assistant Editor. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Food and Beverage Insider Podcast. I'm Alex Smolikoff, and joining me by phone today is Laura Bergen, director of the Barry Calibo brand. Thank you so much for joining me today, Laura. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Alex. Pleasure to be here. So this week, uh, Barry Calibo debuted a couple of new products um, and a series of webinars through their BC Live. Uh, and those products were focused on uh, better for you eating and fitting in with some of the current dieting trends that we're seeing, like keto, vegan, flexitarian eating, um, general you know, clean label and better for you eating practices. And so before we get into the specific products that were launched, uh, I'm just curious what led to the launching of these products. Was this based on research as to what your consumers are looking for uh, or direct feedback from those consumers? Uh, what led to the decision to try and uh, extend the brand into this better for you sort of niche uh, area of the market? Yeah, sure. Great, Alex. Great question. Um, yes, Barry Calibo um, really has had a very strong lineup of solutions for our customers for, for years, really, in that better for you segment, if you will. Um, but as you have noted, even in the last you know two to three years, we've really um, even, let's say, escalated, I guess, our product development and our innovation pipeline around better for you. Um, one of our key platforms of global innovation discovery is really around how to make chocolate and our, our product solutions um, a bit healthier, believe it or not. Uh, so as we look down um, to really gap fill a bit, I guess, within our solution set, the really this vegan trend, this plant-based trend, um, from our research, our, we do our own primary research, so we go out and talk to consumers as well. Um, so that in parallel with just, yeah, in general, the marketplace, and we really see this plant-based, not even so much as a trend, but even a bit of a movement, uh, and we really see it, it staying and, and not going away, and that's what really propelled um, this week, as you mentioned, kind of two new announcements um, to fill that plant-based, to further, I guess I should say, fill out our solution set in regards to plant-based solutions. And I'm guessing that these plans have been in place for quite a while and probably predate uh, the the environment that we're kind of in right now with the COVID-19 pandemic, but it does seem that during this time, there's sort of this dichotomy of people who are both seeking indulgence and and wanting to treat themselves and trying to find, you know, happiness through their food, but also people are more concerned about their personal health, whether it just be eating better or, you know, maybe they can't get to the gym and they want to try and figure out ways to monitor their health in other ways. Did, did that play into the decision at all? Or if not, do you think that the current climate might even have presented a, a better opportunity for such a, a product to be launched in, in today's day and age? Yes, very, very good point, uh, given current events. So you are correct. Um, our development predates the, the COVID uh, situation. Uh, so we were already down this um, pipeline already in, in this new product development work. Uh, so even, again, if, you know, predating COVID, uh, we, we really 
um, you know, took a different perspective, Alex, into looking not just at the solutions, but but also how this translates from a consumer standpoint. And that's why we dug into these four specific lifestyles this week uh, to really bring that consumer lens cap forward. Of, uh, these are this is what our customers are seeing and where they're needing to um, validate or, or assess, you know, what types of new products do they want to bring forward um, within these lifestyle sets. Um, again, this vegan being one of them, like you mentioned earlier, keto, et cetera. Uh, but yes, we do we do think given current events and and now with a maybe an even incremental perspective with with COVID that consumers will be looking even more so uh, to get you know incremental health and wellness from their food, not just supplements. Um, you know, we again we were already seeing that trend. Uh, consumers more and more in this part of the world, you know, really rely on snacking not as just a fun treat, but also as fuel for the day um, and are eating more snack and smaller meals than maybe the three traditional main meals. Uh, so yes, we we saw it before. We do think COVID could really um, maybe quicker, quickly escalate the need for health and getting more health benefits within um, any snacking or eating occasion. So we do you know, now see this as a win-win. Um, and see it pretty relevant even before COVID and definitely post. So talking about the the new products specifically, if you could just in a few words, describe what these new products that are being launched are and what kinds of ingredients are being utilized. Um, what are what ingredients are being replaced? You know, obviously for something to be vegan, you have to replace the dairy milk um, to line up with keto. You might need to replace the sugar in the chocolate. So what are the new products and, and what types of ingredients are being utilized in them? Sure. Uh, the first of the two new products is a plant-based high-protein chocolate. Um, so again, yeah, like you said, typically a protein chocolate or compound has um, traditionally a whey or a dairy component in it. Uh, so we're bringing forward a dairy-free certified dark chocolate. Uh, our, we're looking at a lot of plant-based options. The one that we announced this week contains pea protein in it. So that's the substituted, if you will, ingredient. Uh, but more importantly is sensory tested. And at the end of the day, it's got to taste great. So we think we've come in with a triple play or a triple win, as we say at BC Alex. Um, number one, tastes great. It's It acts like chocolate. It tastes like chocolate. So we think it's going to be a great solution for our, our customers. Two, to your point, um, good, you know, better for me. And then three, um, with it being plant-based uh, helps helps the planet. Uh, so that's our triple play on item number one. Again, a 20% high protein plant-based protein chocolate. Um, our second innovation or second um, variant that we announced this week is um, an additional lineup to a portfolio we already had. So we already had what we call milk-like, milk-like chocolates. Um, and again, dairy-free, so certified dairy-free, but trying to bring forward a milk chocolate-like experience for the consumer. Uh, again, milk chocolate is still uh, the predominant favorite here in this part of the world. Um, so we had a lineup of that. And so what we brought forward was a bit of a new and improved, something that we think even brings that milk chocolate experience forward. Um, and again, we'll give that milk experience for the consumer. Um, we are um, keeping that a bit more proprietary, so not sharing. Um, we won't share much beyond that today, 
uh, but continuing to look at plant-based ingredients and how they can play a role in bringing great, ex you know, taste first. Taste has to be first here um, or the consumer won't come back. So um, plant-based for taste and then to um, what consumers, especially that younger consumer is looking for in that millennial and centennial uh, consumer group to uh, do right by the planet. So without getting, you know, obviously too much into the proprietary uh, formula or, or whatever it may be, I know that speaking with other brands and, and other types of um, companies, when you're replacing one ingredient with another, um, you know, say using pea protein, uh, sometimes that can produce things like off-flavor notes, uh, or, you know, if you're replacing, let's say, sugar, sometimes you have to deal with more than just the flavor. It provides things like bulk and texture. So I'm curious, during the R&D uh, for these new products, if you ran into any formulation challenges where maybe you had to use a new ingredient to mask the off notes of the pea protein, or um, just sort of if you ran into any challenges during R&D where you said, you know, it's great that we're replacing ingredient A with ingredient B, but now there's sort of this snowball effect of having to do X, Y, and Z to maintain that typical look, feel, taste of chocolate. Yeah, no, fair, fair comment. Um, absolutely. Um, it's a balance, right? Um, in these cases, we didn't, um, you know, there may be times when you come in with a different um, ingredient or flavor. Um, that was not the case with ours, but you're right. It's about a balance. Um, it's about not just adding that ingredient or adding something else, but it's the balance of the remaining ingredients, right? Um, like you said, to ensure that, and it's also in the production process. So it's the balance of the ingredients, and then it's also the the production process, and and ensuring that you still have you know the right texture, the right mouthfeel that the consumer is going to taste. Um, and that's why we did the sensory work around the the protein for sure. Um, to see, you know, again, we wanted to get as close as we could as a as a standard, you know, kind of everyday dark chocolate. Um, so, yes, those were definitely the levers that we looked at and how to, you know, bring the right, you know, the right balance forward between the ingredients and the process to ultimately have um, the best option, you know, from a taste standpoint and, and mouthfeel on both the products. And then obviously, you know, these products hit on, like you said, that triple win, they're better for you, they're better for the environment. Um, when it comes yep. to marketing such a product, are, are you marketing these th types of products toward your keto consumer, uh, toward your vegan consumer? Or are you basically saying, you know, everybody loves chocolate, you can still love this chocolate, and additionally, you get these added benefits from it. Um, so really, I'm just curious how you go about marketing this and, and who your target audience is, um, whether it's that small sort of niche group that might be into keto, or if you're really targeting all of your consumers and just saying, here's another option that might be a little bit better for you and for the environment. Sure. Well, so for us, Alex, um, you know, we are a B2B, uh, B2B company. So our marketing um, ultimately is going to go to food companies, food manufacturers. Um, so yes, we, we definitely market this as um, typically a, a food manufacturer in the end, you know, they're ultimately trying to make a keto product, right, that goes on the shelf, or they're trying to make a vegan product that goes on the shelf. So Generally speaking, we are promoting our products um, and marketing them for the solution that they might fit. So at the end of the day, to have a keto product on the shelf, the whole cookie or the whole brownie or the whole chocolate bar needs to meet the keto requirements. Um, so we're, we want to be a support in that. Um, so we, we then market us as, 
hey, we're we're a supporting partner in the keto arena or in the vegan arena, uh, that we've got the right, you know, we've got a, a very, you know, varied uh, solutions that you can pull upon that could still help you create ultimately a great tasting keto brownie or a great tasting vegan cookie, making things up. Um, And so that's kind of how we market. So typically our customers wouldn't take necessarily a vegan chocolate unless ultimately um, they're probably going to claim something as such on their product. Uh, So to your, I guess, to your original question, we, we do market more, um, as specific solutions, I guess I want to say for, for keto, for vegan. Um, and then of course we always have our core chocolates and solutions. If a, ultimately a product is not going to, or a brand is not going to carry a a particular claim on on the pack, if that makes sense. Certainly. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, and then really just my last question is, you know, I, I think that at one point you mentioned that these are, you know, two new product launches for now, um, I'm curious if there are plans to extend that launch into more types of better for you or plant-based products, um, maybe um, taking the rest of your existing product line and and making uh, either vegan or keto friendly versions of that product line. Are there any plans to you know extend this launch and maybe have even more offerings that fit that keto or vegan lifestyle? So, yes, I mean, all, all I can say there is, um, you know, Barry Calibo, we're very committed uh, to ensuring that we have the right solutions for our customers. And it's important to us, even though we're not consumer facing, as I mentioned, it's very important to us to do our own consumer research, talk to consumers, and ultimately that drives into our innovation strategy, Alex. So we want to ensure we're relevant. Um, we're, you know, we bring the right value to our customers, and that means the solutions and the products that consumers are ultimately asking for in the marketplace. So, yes, if plant, you know, again, we 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 do think plant based will continue. Um, we do think reduction of sugar is is important to this part of the world, um, and well, and even globally, um, it's it's translated globally. Um, so as, as those still remain relevant in the marketplace, um, I'm sure we'll continue to look at, you know, our solution set and ensure ultimately we have the right solutions uh, ready for our customers. That all sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Laura, for joining me. I, I really enjoyed the webinar um, the other day that showcased some of these products. Uh, and so I appreciate you sharing that with me and with our audience today. So thank you again for taking some time. And, you know, I'll look forward to seeing some of these Barry Calibo products on the shelves uh, and trying some of these new chocolates. Uh, you know, I, even as a non-vegan, non-keto type of consumer, um, you know, it's never a bad thing to have a, an indulgent treat that's still a little bit better for you. So. Yeah. Um, So thank you again. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great day. Hey, thanks for the time, Alex, and for joining. It was a pleasure.